Hello everyone and happy 2022. Welcome to another episode of the Babes Who Manifest podcast. I am your host, Luanza, aka The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to follow me on all of my social media platforms at The Gratitude Chick for both Instagram and Facebook, Gratitude underscore Chick on Twitter, and on TikTok, Babes Who Manifest. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode. Um, Today's episode is a little bit late because I forgot to record for Monday. Um, I recorded for Tuesday and Wednesday, but I forgot Monday. So you are getting Monday's episode on Monday because I'm recording right now on Monday. And it is like 1 o'clock p.m. So hopefully it'll be up within the next hour or two. So today's episode... I am actually um, going to title this Manifesting Mondays, kind of like this segment. And, um, you know, sometimes I'll, we'll just be, you know, talk about manifesting. But today um, I am actually going to give you some techniques. And these techniques can be found in um, the power of your subconscious mind. It's one of my favorite books right now and we are gonna do we are gonna tackle um different methods on visualizing because as we know um with the law of assumption and you know listening and reading Neville Goddard his tagline for all intents and purposes is feel the feeling of the wish fulfilled And in order to feel the feeling of the wish fulfilled, you have to visualize that, right? So we are going to go into some techniques that we can use every day to visualize. And what I would like to do is pass a challenge to you guys, because this is something that I tell my niece when she says, "Um, I didn't you know, I didn't do that good or, um, you know, I, I didn't get a good grade or I don't know. I didn't remember well or something, whatever she's saying. And I tell her, I've been telling her this from infancy practice makes perfect. Right. So although I am a good daydreamer when it comes to visualizing, for some reason, it is a disconnect trying to live in the wish fulfilled. So my goal is to do a a visualization morning, as soon as I wake up and at night, right before I go to sleep, to get into the habit of doing it and also the practice of it so that I can start visualizing from the wish fulfilled instead of daydreaming about the wish fulfilled because it is a difference. When you are daydreaming about it, you're just thinking about, you know, the possibility of it. Um, It's more of a fantasy, you know, Um, that kind of thing. When you are visualizing from it, you are the actor in your scenario. When you're daydreaming, you tend to see yourself or you tend to see... um, 
maybe a descriptor of you know this is this is me like in in the daydream you know that this person is you even if that person doesn't look like you it is kind of like a soul tie you know that this is me you know in the daydream but when you're visualizing you are you are inside of the daydream instead of looking at it it's it's kind of this it's the same as if you're watching tv the daydream is you watching tv visualizing is you in the the actual program as an actor so that is the difference and i am trying to make the jump from daydreaming to visualizing so these are some techniques that i am going to do so i thought i would you know, make a video, or I keep saying video, make an episode about it so that um, not only can I give it to you guys, but maybe we can do it as a challenge so that, um, you know, let's get it. <laughs> let's start visualizing. Let's make perfect in our practice of the visualizing uh, techniques. So the very first technique um, I'm going to give you guys, and I think it may be the easiest one, um, it is called the passing over technique. And in this technique, it is supposed to impregnate your subconscious mind. This consists essentially in inducing the subconscious mind to take over your request as handed to it by the conscious mind. The passing over is best accomplished in the reverie-like state. Um, and you know me, I gotta, I know what reverie means, but for those of you who don't know what reverie means, I am going to bring it up on the dictionary so you guys um, can see exactly what it means. Memento por favor. Okay, so reverie, a state of being pleasantly lost in one's thoughts, a daydream. See? So it is kind of a daydream. So in this instance, this will probably be something that we can all start off by doing just simply because it is akin to a daydream. It says the passing over is best accomplished in the reverie-like state. So if you are a daydreamer, like I am a daydreamer, then this will be the best way, I think, for us all to start. Or some of us to start, I will say. Some of, not everybody is in the same place. Some of you guys are really advanced. So, um, and excuse my voice. It's, um, it's pretty dry with all the heat. We had a little you know, splattering of a snowstorm here in Atlantis. <laughs> so it's been pretty cold. So I need to go give me some tea. Know that in your deeper mind is an infinite intelligence and infinite power. Just calmly think over what you want. See it coming into fuller fruition from this moment forward. Be like the little girl who had a bad cough and a sore throat. She declared firmly and repeatedly, it is passing away now. It is passing away now. It passed away in about an hour. Use this technique with complete simplicity and naivete. So, 
So basically it's saying in this state, um, kind of in your daydream, just think over what it is that you want and see it coming into fuller fruition from this moment forward. So in your daydream, if you, uh, let's see, I'm going to just take something, you know, very, um, you know, something that everybody can kind of cling to. I'll say a house. And you want to buy, it may not even be the house of your dream life, but this is the house that you want. And you want this house. So in your daydream, you know, because if you're house hunting, if if anybody's ever been house hunting, you either go physically in person and see the house or you, you know, look at different websites like Zillow to see the house that you want. So I would suggest in, in this instance that you find the house that you want online. You know, if they have a 360 walkthrough or if they even have pictures, go through, you know. And then when you're done, go into your daydream. See yourself going, walking through the house. You know, see this house. And every time that you daydream about this house, add something new. Um, add a new piece of furniture, you know, um, add, I don't know, a dinner, add something new every time. And then, you know, finally, maybe one time go in and, and uh, move your things in and, you know, wake up in the, ne- the next morning in your new house. These are, this is just something that you can do um, in the daydream. This is called the passing over technique. And it says, see it coming into fuller fruition from this moment forward. So every time you daydream about your house, put something in it that belongs to you. You know, put your car in the driveway, drive up to it, check your mail. You know what I'm saying? Visualize yourself opening the door when someone knocks on the door. Like, um, so this, this is kind of, I think, a good way for me to start because I am such a daydreamer so I know that I can start and and I have you know done some daydreaming about some things already so this is to me is a good place to start for someone like me who's trying to um make you know practice to make it perfect so if you are a person who loves to daydream to me that is uh the best thing for you so I, I also uh, heard this thought, this um, this quote, and I thought it was so deep. Your mind moves from the thought to the thing. So, you know, we've heard many times that our thoughts become things. Well, this, this, this quote is telling us that whatever our thoughts are, our mind moves from that thought to the thing. So it's basically telling us that is the creative process and that is what's happening in our mind. So in this second technique, it's simply just the visualization technique. Any picture which you have in your mind is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So that to me is pretty deep. Because the Bible tells us that faith is a substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So this is saying any picture that you have in your mind 
is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. I think that's very deep. So be careful of the, of the thoughts and the pictures that you are holding in your mind because you don't want that thought to become a thing in your life if it's not for your betterment. There are plenty of things that we see in our lives right now that became things as a result of our thoughts. And these things that are in our lives right now, a lot of them are for our detriment. That is why we are trying to fix things in our lives, right? So be careful of the dominant thoughts. And now be careful of the dominant thoughts that turn into your dominant picture. So here's the technique. I quiet the wheels of my mind in order that I may present to the subconscious mind my images of thought. Then I picture the entire auditorium and the seats filled with men and women, and each one of them illumined and inspired by the infinite healing presence within each one. I see them as radiant, happy, and free. Having first built up the idea in my imagination, I quietly sustain it there as a mental picture while I imagine I hear men and women saying, I am healed, I feel wonderful, I have an instantaneous healing, I'm transformed. I keep this up for about 10 minutes or more, knowing and feeling that each person's mind and body are saturated with love, wholeness, beauty, and perfection. My awareness grows to the point where in my mind, I can actually hear the voices of the multitude proclaiming their health and happiness. Then I release the whole picture and go into the platform. Almost every Sunday, some people stop and say that their prayers were answered. And I think one of the um, the things that to, of note in this is when he says, having first built up the idea in my imagination, I quietly sustain it there as a mental picture while I imagine I hear men and women saying what he imagined them saying. So he he first built it up in his imagination, which means he first daydreamed about it, right? He first did what we, uh, what that first technique told us to do was build upon the daydream. So he first built whatever idea, whatever he wanted in his imagination or in his daydream life. Then he quietly sustained it there as a mental picture and then added in the, the hearing, the voices of the men and women confirming and affirming that they are healed. Do you see? Do you see this technique? Why it's so powerful? Because he used his daydream that he built upon. And then once he sustained it as a mental picture, he then added in the hearing and affirmations and confirmations of other people knowing that he was right. I think that is deep. And that is the one that I am shooting for as I build up my muscle in my daydreaming. So in this, this one, I think is also a good quote. The subconscious mind will bring to pass any picture held in the mind and backed by faith. 
Act as though I am and I will be. I think that's deep. So here is another technique. Um, This he was talking about how he wanted to move to the Midwest. And because he liked the area. And um, he just basically decided to visualize an opportunity there for him. So this is the visualization that he did. I relaxed completely on a couch, immobilized immobilized my attention, and in a quiet, passive manner, imagined that I was talking to a large audience saying, in effect, I am glad to be here. I have prayed for the ideal opportunity. I saw in my mind's eye the imaginary audience, and I felt the reality of it all. I played the role of the actor, dramatized this mental movie, and felt satisfied that this picture was being conveyed to my subconscious mind, which will bring it to pass in its own way. The next morning on awakening, I felt a great sense of peace and satisfaction. And in a few days time, I received a telegram asking me to take over an organization in the Midwest, which I did and enjoyed immensely for several several years. So this method he calls the mental movie method. And in it, you basically construct a scene around whatever it is that you want. And you become the actor, similar to what I was saying before. But in this instance, you construct the scene yourself. You are, um, you are the, the actor in the scene. So whatever it is that you want, even if you have to script it out, you know, script out the, the scene that you want to visualize and then read it over in your mind. And the reason why I say script it out, because I believe wholeheartedly in reading and and I am I am an avid reader. I'm a bibliophile. I am a bookworm. I love to read. I read every single day. And I know that when I read, I am able to construct a mental movie of what it is that I'm seeing. And oftentimes, if the writer is good at storytelling, I will read before I watch TV. There are months that I go without watching TV just because I'm reading a good series and the author has painted such a good picture in her writing or his writing that the book is much better than anything that could ever come on television because my mind has trained itself to to create, um, I guess, moving pictures of what it is that I'm seeing. And in most cases, I'm actually able to hear the voices of the people speaking. Like, um, you know, if a man is speaking, I can... And it's all in my mind. So when he says create a mental movie, if you have to script it out, script it out. And then read what it is that you have scripted. And then turn around and make that your visualization. That, to me, is very potent for people who are getting started with visualizing. You can always write it out. Always write it it out. Okay, and this technique is called the Baldwin Technique. Um, Let's see. 
So in this technique, a very simple way of securing this technique is the impregnation of the subconscious mind. You condense the idea, which is to be the object of suggestion, to sum it up in a brief phrase, which can be readily graven on the memory and repeated over and over again as a lullaby. So in this instance, you can literally take, he said, a phrase, a brief phrase. You can literally take an affirmation and, um, you know, kind of engrave it on your memory and repeat it over and over again as a lullaby. And in this um, technique, he suggests doing it, you know, in in the very sleepy state when you wake up in the morning and then especially before you go to sleep at night. Um, Like one of the stories he's told was about a girl who's um, who lost her husband and the family um, was going through some things with probate because they wanted the money and, and, you know, they were suing her as the wife. Uh, So it was, you know, a lot of back and forth and it was all caught up in the the, um, courts. So her, her phrase consisted of six words. It is finished in divine order. And what she would do is at night, she would, before she went to sleep in the sleepy, drowsy state, she would affirm slowly and quietly like a lullaby, it is finished in divine order. She did it for 10 nights, and on the 11th day, the the case was over. And it was over um, where everyone benefited. So, what I would say is do that especially if you have great affirmations like I have some affirmations that I got from the power of your subconscious mind one of them is um, I am whole perfect strong powerful loving harmonious and happy another is by day and by night I I am prospered in all my ways Um, let's see and two more what is it I hate when my brain does that. What is it? Um, I can absolutely have anything that I want, and I am so grateful. That I did not get from this book. Um, I, I don't even remember where I got it from, but I added the I am so grateful part to it. And it's basically, it, it really was, I can absolutely have anything that I want. But to me, um, it sounded kind of narcissistic. So I added the gratitude part to it to make it, to balance it out so it's literally I can absolutely have anything that I want and I am so grateful and then the last one is which so many people have you know said I literally got this from TikTok and so many people have you know repeated this often and they love it and it is um I don't wait I don't check wait I don't chase, I attract. What's meant for me will simply find me. And I think that is a gold mine. So if you are, if your thoughts are of good to yourself and not of evil, and I say that because I am a person who have had thoughts of evil towards myself for a lot of years. So if your thoughts to yourself are of good and not of evil, that is a good affirmation to do in this technique. I don't chase, I attract. 
what's meant for me will simply find me. Um, for years, that um, <laughs> in my 20s, I used to have three words that I would say to myself often and impress upon my subconscious mind. And those three words were, woe is me. So everything that could happen in my 20s did happen. Horrible things happened to me in my 20s because I impressed upon my subconscious mind, woe is me. I am the woe. So when I say, if you have thoughts of good and not of evil to yourself, it is a real thing. Because I'm a person who have had many thoughts of evil towards herself. So only use that last one if you have thoughts of good towards yourself. Because it's literally saying that you don't chase, you attract. What's meant for you will simply find you. And a lot of times, if you are thinking evil of yourself, then what's meant for you will be evil. Because that is what you're attracting. So be mindful of that last one. And then this very uh, last technique is just simply called the sleeping technique. By entering into a sleepy, drowsy state, effort is reduced to a minimum. The subconscious mind is submerged to a great extent when in a sleepy state. So the reason for this is that the highest degree of outcropping of the subconscious occurs prior to sleep and just after we awaken. In this state, the negative thoughts which tend to neutralize your desire and so prevent acceptance by your subconscious mind are no longer present. Suppose you want to get rid of a destructive habit. Assume a comfortable posture. Relax your body and be still. Get into a sleepy state, and in that sleepy state, say quietly over and over again as a lullaby, I am completely free from this habit. Harmony and peace of mind reign supreme. Repeat the above slowly, quietly, and lovingly for five or ten minutes, night and morning. Each time you repeat the words, um, the emotional value becomes greater. When the urge comes to repeat the negative habit, Repeat the above formula out loud by yourself. By this means, you induce the subconscious to accept the idea and healing as follows. So for me, um, this is something that I would use um, for weight loss because um, being overweight is a destructive habit, you know, and the actions of being overweight, I should say, is a destructive habit. So that is something that I would definitely use um, in my weight loss journey. Um, and the, I think the last one, I did say that was the last one. But um, actually, no, that is the last one. But I did want to give you one for gratitude. And um, with the one for gratitude, you can use it as, you know, with a technique for a lullaby. And it's literally, thank you. That's literally the words. For whatever it is that you're wanting, thank you. And before you go to sleep and when you wake up in the sleepy, drowsy state, you know, for me it would be say, it would say, thank you for another day of great health. Every, every time that you do that, thank you for another day of great health. You are bringing healing to your body. 
you are saying that I am already healed. And it will impress upon your subconscious mind to be able to get the healing going. You can also use that to say, thank you for great wealth. Thank you for my husband. Thank you for my children. If you're a person that wants children and don't have them, thank you for my, you know, my boyfriend, my specific person. You can use that for anything. And it literally just injects gratitude and gratitude. Again, as I've told you guys, it is a prayer, it is a feeling state, it is a vibrational shifter, it is a mood lifter. So don't neglect adding gratitude to these things. It could be your gratitude for the day, you know. So I hope that you guys um, learn some good techniques to use. Pick one and let's do a, a, a visualization challenge for the rest of the month. You know, we'll maybe we'll pick a new one every month and um, let's see what happens, you know. Practice makes perfect, like I tell my niece. Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate the time that you take out to come and listen to me talk. Um, Don't forget to add gratitude as a daily practice in your life. I promise you, your life will change once you add the daily practice of gratitude. You guys have a blessed day. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Babes Who Manifest podcast. I am your host, Luanza, a.k.a. The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to subscribe to me on YouTube at The Gratitude Chick. Make sure to click in my description box for the link to paid surveys, manifesting merchandise, and much more.